So welcome to Monday night. So we've been doing funnel your focus on our Monday nights. Um, so basically sitting together and doing follow up and reaching out and stuff like that together, which has been really fun. Um, then this is the conversation I was having with Gary yesterday. We were driving out looking at this house that we're one of the houses that we stock. <laughs> we go out to these houses like repeatedly. I don't know if you noticed, but <laughs> but anyways, um, he had gone out and seen this house and he came back and 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 he's like, What this is the first time we saw the house. He sat down and he was like, What do I need to do to give you more time to work? Like, what can I do? Because I saw this house and now it's all I can think about. You know, so then we were talking today and I said, you know, it's weird because like, I know what we need to do, uh, you know, sell kids, get people on ER, like the basics, you know, the follow up on your focus. Like we know what to do, how to do it. It's pretty relatively simple, but I said, I, I just, when I, when we talk about these things, like our dreams and stuff, it just gets me so fueled to work. And I think sometimes I forget about my why a little bit you know you got so lost in or I get so lost sometimes in doing the work um and then I forget like what makes me so excited about like why am I actually doing this um and that could just be my isolated experience but I it might not be because I this video mom sent me was a diamond kind of talking about keeping how she keeps her team connected to that why. So I think if we just say, what's your why? It's kind of like, I don't know, for me, it's kind of, I, you guys know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know, like, it doesn't get me, you know? But when I go out and look at that house, I'm like, ah, you know, like that just feels so real to me. What's she gonna say, Robin? That's, that's why I have such a hard time because I don't have anything that excites me, you know? Because when I think of my why, I always, think of, you know, retiring, working for myself. But I know that that out of every, listening to everybody talk, from Melissa Pepping to who knows who, you know, it's supposed to be this big, hairy, audacious thing, but, but nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but, but there's, I just, I, I don't know. I haven't, I, um, I don't know. I know, I, why, I know what you that's mean. That's why I said I understand you. Yeah, like I've never like written out my why and I've been crying or whatever, <laughs> you know. Maybe I need to go to some kind of a Tony Robbins or something where they'll make me cry. I don't know. But um, when I go out to see that house or when we go to the open houses and, and I'm connected to the things that like drive me for why I want me and Gary to be full time together and what I want our home to be like, that fuels me so hard. Um, and going out to like open houses of houses that are way beyond our budget is actually something we had to give ourselves permission to do. Cause at first you're very much told, I think, or at least I sometimes get the message from culture in general, like you shouldn't, you know, I, I just did an exercise a few weeks back and I've got to go back to the exercise. And I've been thinking about this because. Uh, what you can do, and, and I'll give you the exercise so that maybe you can do it. Awesome. So take the dollar figure of what a crown, a royal crown diamond or, or diamond, whichever one you want to choose, take that monthly figure and then say, 
it's like, okay, so what, what is the monthly figure for Coral Crown Day? Is that, is that under a million or is it? Monthly is, it's like a 150 or something like that. I know. Okay. So what she made me do was she made, she, we're starting with big bucks. I mean, I think she started like at half a million. She said, she says, wow. if I, she says, get a pen and paper out. She says, write a half a million or whatever the dollar figure you want to start with. And she says, if money wasn't the, uh, if, if money wasn't the, not the objective, but there was no, if I gave you a half a million dollars mm -hmm. and I told you that you had to spend it today, what would you want to spend it on? Right. And then, and then, then do that, figure out that, you know, from, and it could be anything and everything, you know, what you're going to do on a monthly basis, what are you going to spend it on? And then she increased it. She increased it by increments. Wow. And let me tell you, I mean, and, and, and maybe that's partially what I, I need to do again, but it was, it was, it wasn't easy. Well, that actually does sound kind of similar to something that Madison said um, when somebody said they've been plateaued at their rank and they were a gold. So I was like, okay, I feel that. Like, I don't know if I use the word plateaued, but I just have been camping at gold, right? And um, she said, take the average pay from the income disclosures for the next rank and break down exactly how you spend it each month um, because that took it from this theoretical thing to like oh if i was actually about to get the paycheck for platinum you know twelve thousand dollars deposited what exactly what i'd be doing and it it kind of shook me because i was like well what, what are you doing and colin and i probably think this the first thing i want to do is like get rid of all the debt like i don't want to see debt right, like, I hear you. Well, and and I think and I think when I was doing that, I I didn't like you're thinking with you and Gary. Right. I'm I'm so used to thinking just me. Uh huh. So I guess what I need to do is sit down with him and say say hey, let's play a game. Right. And if money wasn't the ob object, God, I can't think of that. Money's no object. Uh, that's if, well, money's yeah. no object. And say we if we had this a month. What would you want? You know, so maybe that maybe that's partially I what I need to do because because I'm just so used to thinking, as Gary says, you're you're self-centered. You're you're I don't, I only think of me. I don't think of it. <laughs> I don't think that's self-centered. I think it's you're more independent. You know, um, but not negative at all. I don't think, but um. For me, it's, I don't know, maybe it's just because my brain isn't very, I think, small or whatever, but it's hard for me to make the mental leap to instantly, like, what would I do if money was no object? Well, like, I think I can imagine it, but then um, I go somewhere or spend time around somebody who to money really is no object, and they're doing things, saying things and thinking about things that never even occurred to me that I'm like, oh, I would total like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so when I started with just this incremental jump to like the next rank, so um, even if like you're a, a brand new silver, you're not yet making what an average silver makes. So then you could even say for your next step, what would I be making at the average silver paycheck? 
you know what I mean? What, what is it? 2,200 or something like that. Um, and having, you know, one or two silvers under you, like almost instantly launches you to that. So then, um, when you hit gold, I think the smallest gold paycheck I've ever got was like 3,500. So then saying, what would I be making at the, what would I be doing with the average gold paycheck could be leap number two, because then that gets you fueled to flip silvers. That gets me fueled to flip silvers. And, um, Robin, I was telling Gracie this, um, I said, you know, it's so exciting to hit silver but wait till you flip your first silver because you'll make more off of them hitting silver than they will. Like you, your paycheck will jump. <laughs> um, it's super awesome. So um, I think, um, I mean, obviously we all know, like we want to help people hit ranks and stuff like that, but Young Living builds that extra incentive in there that like, as you help your leaders flip ranks, not only are they more, um, more longevity because they're making a better paycheck and stuff like that, but you're getting paid a heck of a lot more. So for you, Robin, like I cannot wait for the day that Mackenzie flips silver. The moment Wanda um, and Chris hit silver, you know, with those three at silver, you'd be, well, not only would you be gold, <laughs> But, um, I mean, holy cow, like that's, that's a smoking paycheck. So, um, I never realized that as strongly as I did the, the moment our first leg hit silver. And then the moment, um, when I hit gold and, um, I realized what, like why Young Living did that. So I'm going to play Trisha's video. I'm just going to play part of it. She's very perky. <laughs> so, <laughs> Robin. <laughs> Oh gosh. So um be prepared for Oh, you're muted, Robin. What'd you say? I said probably that's when you probably want to watch her in the morning. So yeah, I was gonna say her. so it's really late for you guys, so I hope that's okay. <laughs> so let me see if I can figure out how to share screen. All right, how do I button down at the bottom right that says share screen? Something, when I clicked on the website, it said, do you want to ad block or something? I was like, what? Yeah, hold on a second. Let me see if I can, um, it's supposed to, usually it's it's down at the bottom, I thought. Yeah, it's, there's a little green box. Open there it up all the way, there's a little green box. There we go. Do you see her on this horrible pause frame? Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Trisha. Okay, I've got my volume turned up all the way. You guys let me know if you absolutely cannot hear it. I'm starting at like six minutes into the video. She started talking about culture of the team and culture of people who think, I don't know if I want to use the word think big because that's kind of feels like a cliche, but people who just think in terms of like how they're changing the world and how their life is changing. So let's, um, my mom's the one who sent me this video and she said, let's do this. So this is something I, um, I see us all doing, um, in our homes as soon as you see the video. Okay, so, all right, 
Trisha, I get it. I need to create culture. I can create culture within my team. I can create influence. How do I do that? How do I create this culture within my team? Well, let me tell you. I have some really helpful pointers here to, to tell you exactly how we created a culture in our team. Um, and I feel like we're doing pretty good at it. Um, and you can also create this culture. And it will be so life-giving for your team if you have the other stuff going on. So, first of all, um, we do this thing called Dinners and Dreams, and I absolutely love it. It is my favorite, like, class to teach or host or whatever. Um, it is really good for revamping old builders, older builders have been around, as well as generating new ones, because you are really figuring out how to show people their why. So what it is, is Dinners and Dreams is basically you invite everyone to your house or wherever, whoever's hosting it, you invite everybody somewhere into some sort of intimate setting. So I'm going to tell you how we do it here. In my house, I invite everyone over, we order like pizza and a salad, or I make something if I'm feeling real fancy, and we all sit around the table, and it's best to have like a small group for your Dinners and Dreams, so maybe like eight people or so. Um, it can be more, but it just gets less personal. You, so you have them over, you serve them dinner, and then at the dinner table, you go around and you say, okay. It, like depending on how many, if there's four of you, you can tell long stories. If there's a few of you, tell say like in within five minutes, I want you to tell me your story, like who you are, and then you or like whoever um, the hostess of this event is goes first, and you know that you don't want to say like hi, I'm Trisha, and I have three kids or four kids. I just had one, I forgot about him. I had four kids, and <laughs> I am blah blah blah. Like you want like deep like. You know, I'm Trisha, and my mom died when I was six months pregnant with my first child, and um, this happened to me, and this happened to me, and and this is who, what makes me who I am. And so you go kind of down into the nitty gritty, and you you share real life stuff because when you do that, then everyone else will do it. So you go around the table, everyone shares something that is like really, um, really what at their core what makes them who they are, and they go through and they tell um, like that kind of stuff. The goal is for everyone to be crying at the end because then you've really made some headway. So go through, everyone shares, everyone cries, um, and then when you're done with dinner, oh, you give them dessert because people love sweets, so give them dessert. And then for, in my house, we transition into the living room because um, I like moving, but you can absolutely just clear the plates and then do this at your table um, or the table that you have. And so then you pass out clipboards. And on the clipboards, you have two things. One is a sheet that says dreams at the top and then is labeled by or has the numbers 1 through 25. Um, Alana Bookout originally gave us this idea. Thank you, Alana. You, um, it's labeled 1 through 25. And you, they go through. You put on some, like, soft music. You explain to them dreaming. You give them oils like magnify your purpose and believe and highest potential. You snip those. Then you go through and you write out dreams. And for some people, this is really hard because they don't. They haven't dreamt. They haven't really thought about where they want to go in life or what they actually want in life. They're just kind of going where they're going because they'll get somewhere. But they're not They're not really dreaming about where they want to go. So I had them write out 25 dreams. And you have to make them do the whole sheet. They cannot write out 10. They have to write out 25. You make them write out 25 things. I like to kind of read out mine during this time. And I have other people, like, I'll call them out. I'll be like, what did you just write down? What, what's a good goal? Or, I mean, dream that you have, blah, blah, blah. So then they go through. And then, this is key, you get a laminator off of Amazon for like 30 bucks, and you, as they're finished, you take their papers, and then you laminate them, because that just made this paper so much more important. Things that are laminated are valuable. I've had this for so long. Um, and so you laminate their piece of paper, and you hand it back to them. And then, they have another thing on their clipboard, and it is an oversized index card. And after they're done with their dreams, you go into the difference between dreams and goals. The difference between dreams and goals are 
Dreams are things that like make your heart beat. Dreams are things that you wake up in the morning to go do. Dreams are things that like get you excited. Goals are how you get there. Most people don't get up out of bed unless you're like super red workaholic crazy face, which I appreciate you and I want all of you on my team. But goals like getting to uh, 50,000 OGV, that doesn't make you want to jump out of bed in the morning usually. Or like hitting a rank, for me, that's not like going to make you sprint out of my bed. Like those are dreams. Dreams are what really drive you. Goals are how you get to your dreams. And so I explained that goals are, the, are what is going to get you to help you build that orphanage, to help you adopt that baby, to help you get that house cleaner four times a month, whatever it might be. Your goals are how you're going to get there. So then we write out our goals. And the goals are usually some sort of OGV goal, some sort of rank goal, uh, rank or OGV goal, some sort of paycheck goal, some sort of um, like goal of how many classes you want to have that month, um, maybe a goal of, um, I don't know, whatever you want, like your, your business goal, maybe a personal development goal to go, I'm going to read this book or watch this video kind of thing. So you go through and you write out like five or six goals that will propel you to your dreams. And you do it like for that month. So you're like, you know, you put like in, by the end of June, I want to, and then you write out your five things. Um, and then they go and they stick their, their dreams. You want to like tape up. Maybe I heard someone say that they would tape their, their dreams to their TV. So they had to like flip up their dreams. So that they, if they wanted to watch TV, they were like saying, no, I don't really care about the baby. Nothing. And so then they had to like TV over them. So you put your dreams somewhere you're going to see every day. Your goals, you set like in your office or in your car or maybe take a picture of it and get your background on your phone. I don't care. Just something to hold your accountable complete those goals. So that is dinners and dreams. So yeah, then you do that. And at the end, you need to pray over everyone. If you love the Lord, you need to pray over everyone. Um, and if you don't, I will pray over you. But yeah, pray over everybody. Get it all, get it, get it all good. And um, just be sincere and connect with your leaders. So that is number one. Dinners and dreams. That is a great way to create culture and to really get to know people's hearts and their whys and to help them realize their whys and what they're working for. Okay, number two um, to create culture is relationships. And this is the biggest thing. Like that relationship, dinners and dreams falls into relationships. We can get so caught up in the world of the internet and social media and um, just like for me, like constant go, 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 all these kids, all this stuff to do, that we forget that people are people. And, and that's when people get rude and mean and snarky. So we have to really work on those relationships. I have kind of stepped away for several months because I've been pregnant and then having a baby. Um, I'm sorry, I just got really distracted. A woman just walked down my street in a bikini top. Anyway, so the you, you get um, relationships. You got to be intentional with people. And so one thing that I've been doing to try to like revamp these relationships on my team is I started a book club with the tops of all of my legs. Um, and I, we've been reading High Performance Habits, another book, Get Shoot Dog, Get High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. So good. I love that book because it's very practical. It's not like you can do it, rah, rah. It's like, here's how you do it. And I like that. I like a list and I like to get things done. So um high performance habits and i'm taking all of my it's, but this is a small group so you don't want to invite your whole team unless you have a small team you don't invite your whole team to it because then it gets impersonal because the point of like going through a book or whatever doing a book club is to have intentional like face-to-face -face, if you're close enough to them like face-to-face -face time with them where you can serve them where you can love them and we can really like 
hear their hearts and know who they are outside of like oils. Like it doesn't have to be like, okay, cool. I don't want to know about that part of your life, but tell me about your business. Like you got to know the whole person and that is how you're going to best motivate them because you're loving them well. And you want to link arms and do this with them, but you can't link arms with them if you have no idea where their arms are. You don't know what's going on. So I have loved, we've been meeting every other week, um, like in person at my house. My husband watches the kids. It's awesome. Um, it's, it's been incredible. I really, really love it. So a book club of some sort. Oh, and it's really sweet because I've seen this. Like, I started doing this with some of my leaders, and I'm seeing it replicated, like, all over my team. Like, there's even, like, a group who's meeting, like, reading through a marriage book together. Isn't that the sweetest? Like, that is why we do this. Like, OGV is not eternal, but people are. Oh, I just love it. So relationships and maybe the book club. That is an idea that we do. Um, what else have notes on that? Um celebrate your people especially in the slow time so maybe you're like well nobody's ranking up i have nothing to celebrate you have so much to celebrate so maybe um maybe you don't have a ton of new ranks each month but you have some you could do new i made a whole list actually things you can celebrate and this was an idea in diamond chat to do like weekly shout outs and so that's what i'm trying to do now like i'm trying to be intentional about every single week shouting people out about something um and here are some ideas top in rollers new rankers people with dream 1000 points first time enrollers people going to convention top contributors to the facebook group new members people having fun classes people killing it on instagram uh, just a shout out to your enroller or just like a, hey tell someone you're awesome we did that the other day that thread blew up it was so fun so like whatever it might be like go through and just try to make it a habit of giving people like shout outs in different groups like don't do top enrollers every week because it's probably gonna be the same people over and over like try to make it where you can recognize people who are doing good things like maybe even it's anyway that's a tangent just okay i told you she was peppy <laughs> <laughs> I had to jump out in part of it, so I have to go back and uh, watch the whole thing. That's okay. Um, where we were started at like six minutes. If you wanted to jump right to the dinners and dreams part. Yeah, the, but I I definitely like that idea. That's uh that's very intriguing. I really like it. Like I feel like yeah, it's something we could do on Zoom calls, but I think it'd be really important for us to do it with our people. And I don't okay. I don't necessarily think we all need to be bawling at the end of everything. <laughs> I think some people just cry a lot. That's okay. That's their process. I respect that. Um, and I don't have a problem with anybody crying, but I don't. Did you say how often she did that dinners, dinners and dream? Oh, did she say? She didn't I don't say. Remember. She didn't say. I don't, I don't remember saying. Yeah, I don't remember her saying either. I would imagine probably probably once a month or something. Um, and I don't know if, um, you know, like if she has a real system for, she is, is a diamond, so she has a larger team and I know a lot of them are in the same town where she is, which is unusual. But, um, so I don't know if she has a system for like making sure she doesn't have the same people every time or that she rotates, but it also sounds like her team is doing a good job of duplicating it downwards, which, you guys have all done things that I've noticed your team start to mimic. Um, so you don't even have to tell them like, you should do this with your team if you're just doing it and people like it, they'll do it themselves as well. Um, typically, usually, you know, <laughs> um, which goes for our bad habits too, which sucks. So <clears throat> I wanna do the dinners and dreams thing here. Uh, Mom was saying that we should do it. I think that's a really good idea. Um, we could do it here at my house. We could do one at mom's house too. Cause we have like teams that are in the North teams that are in the South. Um, 
So I don't know if it's something you guys want to do as well, but oh my goodness, it's, it feels like it would be a good time for me to do something like that. Cause I think I need that actually myself. I don't know if anybody else does, but I need it. You know, that, that would be something really good to start right after convention. I was actually thinking of cramming one in before convention and then we should do one right after too. Um, build on that. Might have different people at each one too. So <clears throat> if everybody has a piece of paper, I wanted to do a mini. Oh, mom said do a practice one on Zoom. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, I wanted to do a mini one right now. <laughs> um, let me check on our time. Okay, 6.31, so we have exactly 30 minutes. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of us on here. So if we each, each took one minute to give um, your a version of you, of your story, or maybe whatever you want to say, um, I'll go first. And then, um, play, Patty. Good girl. Actually, if Robin wants to go first, then, or Colin, then I'll go change the baby's diaper because she just came and told me to be changed. Um, so I'll mute myself so you don't hear her screaming when I, oh, mom's driving. Um, so, I mean, if you're driving, don't, like, that would not be safe. But um, if anybody's um, at home and wants to unmute themselves, I'm Robin, if you want to go first, I'm going to change the baby while you do it. I'll be right here a second, still here. Oh, I guess I'll go first. I don't know what the hell I'm going to say. <laughs> This will be the quickest minute because I can't, I don't know what the hell to say. Um, so if you want to pop in and refresh my memory, go for it. Um, Robin Vigiano, they said not to, to delve into so much young living, but to talk about yourself. Um, normally I would say um, retired military, but um, uh, who's chatting? Somebody's chatting. Oh, nobody chatted. Damn it. Um, Colin, you want to go? Because I can't. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up blank. <laughs> we're supposed to give our sob story, right? Oh, we well, are. if we're giving a sob story, then I could, I could go in saying that um, I'm Robin Vigiano at six years old. I had open heart surgery. Um, I was pretty much limited as a child and doing a lot of things. I got out of I got out of school a lot, so I I wasn't a stellar student. However, I ended up in a podunk town that I wanted to get the heck out of, so I joined the military, retired from the military in 07. Um, uh, retired after a uh, total of 28 years. Um, been with Young Living for four years, and. I mean, I don't know what the sob part of it to be. I mean, I don't have like a sob story like some of these people that that get very emotional. Go for uh, it, can Colin. Can somebody explain? Like, we're just supposed to, because I came in late at it, you know, 15 minutes or 18 minutes into the meeting. What are we talking about? Like, great. Well, Gracie, what it is is um, she she played part of a video and. Um, you're going to want to go and watch the whole video because the part that I did watch is very, it's very cool. What it is, is she does a monthly, what she calls dinner and dreams. 
And part of the dinner and dreams was uh, while she's serving, while they're sitting down eating dinner, she goes around the table and everybody um, talks about them like the down and dirty, not the, oh, I've been with Young Living for whatever, blah, blah. It's it's who you are. Talk about things that that represent who you are. Like, for example, when I said, because um, like nobody knows, very seldom, hardly anybody knows that I had open heart surgery when I was six years old. It's crazy. Um, um, things like that. And, and I can't remember the last part of what she said as far as when you're talking about yourself. Yeah, so Gracie, we're just giving up. I think also it's kind of harder to be like all crazy raw and vulnerable and authentic and everything when you're like on a video and stuff like that you know it's just a little different feel which is why I think it would be awesome to have like a couple people together um but more real and not fake yeah I mean I, and I don't think any of you guys are fake and if you guys are having a hard time you tell us and we know you know it's not like we all like hide ourselves from each other and just only show the party face, but okay, I'll give my quick story. Um, Andrea Hinerhoff, and I do just have three kids, but <laughs> um, me and Gary live north. Um, we wanted to live close to our family, which is why we're here. Um, we were in the Navy and that was good times. Um, and we just want to be able to we want to be able to be together, like live together, not just to see each other, you know, when he's on graves, you know, for an hour a day or whatever. Um, we want to be able to spend time doing things with, with our kids. And it's almost even hard to imagine the kind of freedom that we would have being able to be together. Um, that's why I love watching what diamonds do and following them because it gives me a feel for what it might be like. So, um, super super blessed that i was introduced to young living and i love <laughs> this whole crew colin would you like to give us a quick story <laughs> no but i will if you're making me uh... <laughs> i mean you can it doesn't you can make one up colin, <laughs> if I had to, colin if i had to you have to no ifs ands or buts <laughs> i got your butt um <laughs> Hi, my name is Colin. Um, most of my life, I've had some medical issues that went undiagnosed, and it caused a lot of frustration and hardship for me. When my mother passed away when I was 12, my father got me married to a woman who really didn't like me and spent the next six years just trying to escape it, and I joined the Navy. Um, tried to find a family that would love me, and um, got married to a man who ended up being not the best or nicest person in the world, but we had two amazing children with them. Um, but four months into my pregnancy with my first one, I was diagnosed with lupus. And that completely um, changed the trajectory of my life because I was planning on being a lifer in the Navy. I was planning on, you know, not having just two kids, but a heck of a lot more. And um, I went through... I was told to have an abortion and have my tubes tied. I went through, um, like I said, after I had the stroke, I was in a wheelchair. I was told I was never going to walk again. I was told I had two years left to live. And I was put on 287 milligrams of prednisone a day. And after seven years of that, I decided I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. In that time frame, they medically discharged me. 
my husband didn't want to be with a sick wife. So, you know, after I had my second child, he left me six weeks after Sean was born and we wound up homeless for three years. That has really affected who I am because I had to find my own way of taking care of myself, not just um, physically, but financially and everything else. And I really wish that I had found Young Living years and years ago because it would have saved me a lot of hardship and a lot of frustration and, you know, a lot of wear and tear in my body that I'm not going to be able to replace no matter how hard I try. However, um, four years ago, I found this company and everything changed. I, I just, I have met healthy people that I want to be around, that I am becoming friends with, that I am not just um, fed spiritually by, but also just being in their presence has been so amazing for healing for me. Um, and, and at this point, all I want to do is shout from the rooftops about how there's a different way of life. I mean, I grew up thinking that we all had to have Tide and Clorox and all this other garbage in our house. And that's what's contributed to a lot of my my issues and not just that about it. You know, I was a new, you know, I worked as a dietitian's assistant in California before I went in the Navy. And everything I knew about food was wrong. So it's been an amazing journey. And I just, like I said, I want to help others. I don't want to see other people suffer. It's been a little bit difficult being an introvert, but I think that where I shine, at least for me, is being able to share with people how they can get better. So that's my story. Well, we, we both know that the Navy doesn't necessarily feed you all the greatest crap. <laughs> uh, crap, crap, is, crap is the truth. It is crap. <laughs> I remember Gary, Gary telling me how they would literally scrape off the rotten top piece of food to get to the bottom piece on the boat when they were serving themselves. I was like, they were doing what? They'd like scrape off the top layer would be like moldy and gross so they could scoop out the bottom where the Oh, that's gross. I don't remember that, but that's gross. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, Becky, do you want to give us a little nutshell about you? Or about Ruby or me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I where where do you where do you want me to begin? <laughs> Wherever you want to. <laughs> okay. Um, started with Young Living four years ago, not long after you did. Um, the oil sat in the box for about three months until you came over and showed me how to use them. Um, started do, I had already given up sodas at that point but I hadn't given up sugar um, weighed a lot more and Frank's running his mouth in the background Frank can tell his story too if he wants <laughs> Oh, no, he's just talking about him being a big, hairy uh, American winning machine. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, I've had asthma my whole life. I don't know of a day 
where I haven't been fighting for air. Um, tonight I just ate white bread for the first time in months and now I'm having an asthma attack. So we know that that's a trigger. Um, let's see. Um, I mean, from the day Allegra was released, I was on it. Gave me heart palpitations, but the doctor was like, well, you can either sneeze or you can take the Allegra. I, I mean, it was like there was, you know, or you can take the Benadryl or the Zyrtec and fall asleep. Um, I've just always had allergies and asthma. I was on antidepressants four years ago. Major amounts of steroids. Um, ADHD medication because I, I just, I couldn't focus. And they were like, you know, I'd never heard of brain fog. Didn't know what the heck that was. Um, so I, it started with Endoflex and then it was, um, what's the supplement? The Endogize, is that it? And then started with that and things started happening because I went through menopause in my early 30s. Lucky. So, huh? Sorry, I said lucky. <laughs> oh, ah. yeah, not so much. It was about 106 in the shade and having hot flashes, you know, and walking around naked was not an option. So, um, and that caused more problems than not. And I was on, what was it, Primrin, until I found out how they made it, and then I just stopped that. Um, basically, now, after finding Young Living, Bone Broth, Kombucha, um, finding certain podcasts that have absolutely taken me down rabbit holes that have turned into Warrens that you know, have turned into wormholes and then black holes, you know, finding out all this information, doing the due diligence of reading up on the supplements of what does what, and then taking them. Um, I was at 190. I'm probably about 145 or 150. I don't know. I haven't, I, I don't weigh myself. Um, I know I'm a lot smaller and, um, I'm off all the steroids. I'm off the antidepressants. I'm off the Allegra. Um, I'm off the ADHD medication. Uh, come to find out, I just needed B vitamins really bad and started taking B vitamins and my focus came back. So. And uh, if it wasn't for the Ningxia, um, let's just say it would take me hours to get the stalls done instead of the, the minutes that it takes. So, and I mean, I do my Ningxia every day. I do that, my red drink, and everything else. I, I, I'm still learning. So, 
and like Colin, I just, I don't want to see other people suffer. I, I don't understand how you can show people or they can know the truth about products, but still use them. That's part of the thing that's frustrating to me because it just seems to me like it's laziness and I, I don't understand that part of it. It's like, if this is going to cause your child to have an issue, why is it still in your house? So I guess that's it. Thank you, Becky. Gracie, do you want to give us a short little story of you? It doesn't necessarily have to be your young living story per se. It could just be um, any part of you that you want to share. Um, sure. Let's see. My name is Gracie. I've been married 23 years. I have three kids. Um, the youngest is 18 and then 20 and then 22. And yesterday we were at the beach and there was this Marine couple or Marine and his wife. And we were talking because we always, people meet everybody. And so then we were talking about Anjali and how she wants to marry Marine, you know, because she says, those are real men. <laughs> and so then the girl we were talking to, young wife, right? I was like, okay, whatever. And so then the girl says, she goes, well, you know, daughters usually marry their daddies, right? And so she's saying, well, if Tom served in the Marine Corps. And so I was thinking, hmm, no, so not true. And I don't, don't know why people say that because I didn't marry my dad, you know? I didn't marry Tom's nothing, nothing like my dad. So um, I was like a little kind of defensive. Like we should stop telling our girls that because if you have a crappy dad, they're gonna go in thinking, well, we, we marry our dads, you know? I think they need to be taught to look for more and it's okay to expect more, you know? And the reason I say that is because we've moved. My mom and uh, my brothers, my mom raised four of us by, our, by herself and we moved a lot. We always lived in different people's houses, you know? So I was just so excited that if I got married and had a little two bedroom house, I'd be ecstatic. So it was a day of reflection and gratefulness yesterday because I live on a tropical island <laughs> crazy and I was thinking how far my mom has brought us because she taught us differently and so that was just a day of reflecting that I thought I'd share with you guys today teach our kids different it doesn't have to be that way that's all yep I agree completely know your worth and teach mm -hmm. our, our daughters their worth very, very young. Right. And same with sons. It can go same with sons, you know, if, if teach them to look for a quality woman that's going to lift them, you know, support them and vice versa, you know. Anyways, I was just thinking about that yesterday. Like, hmm, mm, no, no, we don't marry our fathers. That's all. That's awesome, Gracie. Thank you. <laughs> um, Hannah, do you want to give us a little bit about your story about you?
think she unmuted herself, but I can't hear her if she's talking. Oops. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you now. You can hear me now? Yep. Well, nothing much about me that uh, <laughs> um, I'm falling in love with um, Young Living Oils and all the things that can be done and to help and bless others with. I wish I had enough money to get those who can't afford it right now is to do their first, be able to pay for their first kit to get on board. I, I have met people that have uh, different diagnoses, um, uh, new, newly diagnoses with uh, MS. And uh, actually my sister has been diagnosed with multiple myeloma. And, and Gracie and Christy have been so uh, gracious to kind of assist me with that as well. So this is something new for her. And she was born with cerebral palsy. So, um, and, but she was determined to get, get it, you know, uh, get the kit and to look into it more and more to assist her and uh, actually to help and bless others as well. Because she has started with Mary Kay, you know, to make the extra income and what have you. But why not get into something that's going to be really healthy and beneficial, too, at the same time? Uh, so um, um, we're just helping each other along the way. Um, my birthday's next Tuesday. And, uh, and I'll be something, something years old. And I'm just blessed to be here and blessed to be with a group of people who are willing to help and share and uh, bless one another. And having fun with it at the same time. Um, I don't know, what else should I say? Married for 43 years of the 45 we've been together. And we have three children. Uh, the oldest is 43, the youngest is 37 and the middle child is 40. And I have two grandchildren, 121 and 110 going on 22. And I've truly been blessed all my life. I really have, and I thank God for that. I'm just thanking God for the oils. I'm so excited, I get so twisted up when talking about the oils. I kind of confuse myself sometimes, but uh, I'll get there, I'll get there. Thank you, Hannah. That was awesome to get to know a little bit more about you and about all of you. Um, even though all of us, I feel like we all talk pretty frequently, I still learn something new about you guys every time we get a chance to talk. So um, I can definitely, I can definitely see how having these um, dinners and dreams gatherings um, with a couple of people that are local to you would be really powerful. And I definitely agree when she says like eight or less or 10 or less, you know, cause more people, it's really hard to really open up because the more people there are, the less you know who you're talking to. So um, thank you ladies. Um, I, if you can um, grab a piece of paper tonight and just start jotting down some of the dreams. And I know everybody says like, be more specific and stuff like that. And I really see what they mean because when I say like, have a nice big home with lots of room for the kids to play, 
it's like, yeah, that's such a nice idea. And then when I go to an open house of the house that's the exact house I want, and I'm walking across the exact pasture where I want my kids to play and where I want to throw wildflower seeds and the exact um, chicken barn where I want to have our chickens and the exact greenhouse where I want to start my seeds, like then I'm like, oh, like I can really feel it and taste it like so strongly how specifically I want this. So if there's any way whenever you do your dreams, you know, um, like I'm trying to put more specific things, like instead of saying travel with my family, I put like, I want to be able to go to Virginia beach, go to Hawaii, um, go to see my sister in Georgia, like at the drop of a hat with no, not like with months and years of planning, but just like, um, you know, Gracie said there's going to be a festival next weekend in Oahu. We should go, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Gracie says, yeah. Um, you know, or I, you know, Becky said her goats can have kids or whatever. We should go to Virginia beach so the kids can see the kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I want to be able like that, that really appeals to me. Um, or to be able like, you know, one of my sisters lives out of town and she has a baby and that night I can get on a plane and go out and cook her bone broth and wash the laundry and, you know, stay in a hotel so that I'm not in her face all the time. You know what I mean? Like just like really specific dreams. Um, and I'm not putting goals on, not even stressing about goals. Colin, did you go through almost that whole skein of yarn on this call? <laughs> Oh, wow, too. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so I'm not really putting the goals right now. Right now, I'm just putting down the dreams. And the dreams are, like Trisha said, the things that make you, like, sweater inside and feel really excited. Um, and then the goals we can work on after, like, you know, the how we get there. But right now, I'm just putting on the things that really light me up. So um, have fun working on your 25. <laughs> um, it'll be a good exercise for us, I think, all to do it before we host one of the dinners and dreams in our own homes. Um, and uh, then whenever we do do the dinners and dreams in our own home, we'll already know like how the process was for us putting down our goals or our dreams. So thank you ladies all for jumping on tonight and having a slightly different than usual Zoom call. Uh, this was really fun. So thank you.